waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his walls? Nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 145. I will exalt your King. I'll praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will say of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell the path of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is all his promises and loving towards all you have made. The Lord is all it. The Lord. The open this. Satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is and loving towards all he has made. The Lord, all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, he fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
you, Lord Jesus.
magnify your holy name. Oh, Lord our God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. We exalt you. We magnify the Lord. This is our month of restoration. Lord, we magnify thee. We glorify your holy name. Be thou exalted, O King of heaven. Be thou exalted, O King of heaven. We give you the praise and honor. In Jesus' anointed name we are worshipped. Oh, Father, as rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bold, and flourish so that it yields seed for the soul and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. Father, we thank you. So is your word in Jesus' anointed name. Amen and amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Welcome someone beside you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah forevermore. Amen and amen and amen. You all look fantastic, you know. I can see your faces glowing. Glory of God. Little do you know how much your face was beaming while you were worshipping the Father. What a love that the Father has for us, His children. We thank God for October. I welcome you to the month of October. <laughs> it's a month that I always uh, uh, anticipate is coming. Because it is a month of God talking to the new year. So, today I want to speak to you about God is talking. You know, I read a scripture when you when I came in to read into your worship open your Bible to the book of Isaiah 55 if you want to get my my topic right you know we are still talking about prophetic yes so the topic today is that God has stopped talking You look at me. That is the topic. Put it there so that there will be commotion across the globe. God has stopped talking. But yet, His word is still coming. 
You know when God created the heavens and the earth? And for six days, He spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke. He didn't speak through man. Because man was not existing. And the Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. Since God rested, God continued to speak, but through man. He stopped talking. Now you have become the mouth of God. I think you will give God a clap offering for that. God has stopped talking, but yet his voice is heard to the ends of the earth. That scripture says, As the rain, verse 10, and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud, and flourish. I want to underline that in your Bible. So that it yields seed. For the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from what? My mouth. It will not return to me empty, but accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Now, there are some things I wanted to mark in this statement before we go drive into. The voice of God is heard to the ends of the earth. God has stopped speaking, but his voice is heard. Now the scripture says, he compares the word of God like rain and like snow. You know, when rain comes down, falls down to the earth, or snow comes down to the earth, you have never seen or heard that and snow began to rise from the earth to the heavens. It cannot happen. Alright? Rain cannot rise from the ground and go back to heaven. Because when God sent the rain and He sent the snow, He gave them a mandate. Their mandate is, I send it to the earth so that you will soften the earth, refresh the ground, so that the ground can bring forth the seed hidden inside them. That is the power of the word of God. He sends the rain to the barren ground. And in a short time, you will see the whole barren ground become green. There is a drought and you will see the whole ground dead. All the trees in England in summer, in the winter, they fall, they fall the leaves off. And then suddenly during fall, the, the leaves go off. And then the winter will come when snow comes. When snow begins to come, shortly after, you will see the tree that looks like dead. Leaves will begin to grow in them, and fruits will begin to come. So, have this registered in your heart, because my message today may be very short. That the word that comes from the mouth of God cannot come back once it's released by God. It must accomplish the purpose. Whether Satan likes it or not, no man can hinder the word of God. No Satan can hinder the word of God. No nature can stop the word of God from accomplishing God's own desire. That's what you must understand. 
It says, this word that is sent out of my mouth will accomplish what I desire uh-huh, and achieve the purpose. So there is desire in every word and there is purpose in every word. Are we together now? So, if you look at Genesis chapter 1, therefore, let me read this to you very quickly. We'll just go around the word. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Look at this, this, this scenery and imagine you were there. Imagine what the whole globe looked like. Complete chaos and darkness. And the Spirit of God was hovering. But suddenly he says, and God said, let there be light. So, in the heart of God was light. In the desire of God was no chaos. That the chaos upon the face of the earth, there will be order. That is his desire. And the purpose of the light, you and I can enjoy it. When the light, when it is night, there is no light. Human beings, every animal and plant sleep. When the light comes up in the morning, everybody is refreshed and wake up from their closets. Even the nocturnal animal, after they have marooned about, they will go and fall somewhere and sleep. Because that word, let there be light, has a desire from God and a purpose to be accomplished. And it says, and there was light. Then the next verse says, God saw that the light was good. So anything that God bought by his word must be good. So it means if something was bad before, and the word of God is released into that situation, it will turn from bad and become good. No matter what the thing may be, if something does not exist before, and then God spoke, the word of God speaks into that situation, it will create what should be, and what is entailing will disappear. That is the power of the word of the living God. Now look at it. God saw. Another thing about it is that anytime the word of God goes out, God by himself is the one who monitors the word so that it's accomplished. He looks at his word. He watches over his word to perform. Is that what the Bible says? So whenever the word of God comes to a man, Satan cannot hinder because God is the watchman over his word and he will perform what he has said. Understand these qualities about the word of God. Understand this word of God. It does not matter how chaotic the situation is or hopeless the situation is. If the word can come from God, something will take place. Which is, the purpose of God will be achieved according to his desire. So, now let's see how the word now began to create things. It says that he separated, God's soil was good and separated the light from darkness. Then the next thing... Verse 5, please. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Yes? As much as I don't want to talk about this, I want to just help us to look at that the fact that the word of God has God's desire and God's purpose. That the word of God 
when it's released, it must happen. The word of God is not such a thing that people can plot against or some demons are applying against it is impossible because the word of God is overseen by God himself to ensure that that word is performed. Are we here together now? So God, God saw, then he defined it. They are night, and there was morning and fourth day. The next verse says, And God said, let, let, let there be an expanse between the waters and separate the water from water. And then, so God made the expanse and separated the waters under the expanse from the water above it. And it was so. So God's word is so. Whatever God says will be. <laughs> Understand that the situation that faced God now is total chaos. And the only thing God did here was just to send his word. And he put order. It was so. It's not revocable. So the next verse 8. And then God called the excellence word sky. And there was evening and there was morning. The second day he defined it. The next verse. It says, And God said, Let the waters under the sky, under the sky be gathered to one place and let the ground appear. And it was what? So. It is God's word. It has to be so. Because it has the desire of God and a purpose to perform. That is the word of God. So then the next verse says, God called it the dry ground land and, he got, and the, the, the gathered water he called seas. And God saw it was what? Good. All the time the Bible says, and God saw it was good because God, God's word is God himself. It has the desires of God. God's word is to create what God has desired. And God himself watched over his word to make sure it happened. No demon, no Satan, no warlord, no wizard can stop before the word of God or can hinder the word of God. So which means that if you and I got the word of God, then anything that we speak in God has to take place as we have desired it. That's what I'm taking you. Okay, so the next verse says, then God said, let the land up, let them produce vegetation. This is a barren land. Seed bearing plants and trees in, on the land that bear fruits with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so. Now, this is the intention of God, the desires of God now being spoken to, to manifestation. And when God speaks those intentions, what I see that is common among all those speeches is that whatever the situation is or that entails, that word happened according to God's intention. Am I to you now? Look at the next verse. It says, The land produced vegetations, plants bearing seed according to their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kind, and God saw that it was good. And so what happened there next? He says, and there was evening and there was day. There was morning in the third day. Then the next verse. And God said, let there be light in the expanse of the, of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as, the, as signs to mark seasons and days of the year. And then what happened? And let them be lights in the expanse of the sky to give lights on earth. And it was so. I love to really teach about this, but I, I want to make sure that I don't, I don't go into that now. 
I just want to hammer on the word that when God speaks, it is so. When God speaks, it is so. It does not matter what you are going through. When God speaks, it is so. It does not respect condition that prevail. It does not respect how many people are involved. The word of God is an arrow edge that cannot be stopped by any barrier. It pierces through the bones and marrows and the joints of ligaments. It separates the bones from the marrows. This is the word of the living God. Believers in Christ must know that this word is so. It is so. Look at the next verse says, And God made two great lights. The greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. And then God set them in the expanse on the sky to give light to the earth. To govern the day and the night and to to separate light from darkness. God saw. God saw. God saw. God saw. It was what? Good. You know, when I speak about this, I, I put on the goggle of, an, uh, of a geodesist, an astronomer. All the constellations were bad by word. The orbits that those constellations must pass through and not collide with one another is said by God. The black hole is said by God. And when those asteroids collide with one another, it's said by God. You know, America is just trying to do something very simply. They sent sent a tiny little rocket, which is so massive on earth. But when that rocket went to heaven, they wanted the rocket to divert the course. If a big rock is coming to strike the earth, they think they can divert the course and change the orbit of that star. And I laughed. Because when they showed us on television, as their big rocket saw a big stone, one of these big stones that God sent there, that rocket shot whatever it shoots, and it just, uh, a little dent <laughs> on the stone. Can you imagine? A whole mountain moving in the, in the sky. A whole mountain. Which rocket can, can hit a mountain or divert the cause of mountain? Listen to me. But it's so good that our scientists are trying their best to, to help us know that the word of God is more powerful than American scientists. No matter how brilliant they are, all their knowledge when they leash it against what God created by spoken word, God said it and they did. Their knowledge looked like a primary school, even a kindergarten school baby. Look at this scripture. It says in the next verse, it says, And there was evening and there was day, the fourth day. The next day it says, And God said, Let the water steam with living creatures. Let the birds fly above the earth, across the expanse of the sky. And what happened? So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living and moving things which 
with which the water teems according to their kind, and every winged bird according to their kind. And God was saw that it was what? It was good. I don't care what people are talking about. Dinosaur, the one who started this said it's a lie. So they are finding some, some uh, sand and they are calling it Sonasaurus. They will soon see Alfredsaurus. <laughs> Amen. But that has no business with God. What is not in the Bible is a fantasy. It sometimes is good for human beings to just fantasize, you know. Uh-huh. But this Bible tells me that God spoke these things to be. All the whales that you can see. Can you imagine? Dolphins, sharks of various species, and all the tiny little birds that, that eat your foot, your soul, when you are in the River Jordan. For baptism, they'll be picking your, your, your heel and removing all the, all the hard skin of your, of your heel. From the little one, some bird, to the biggest hawk he spoke them to be. And if you look at the colors of those birds, are you not amazed that God has wonderful imagination? The imagination of God can never be fathomed by man. Now I tell you. All these things came to be by the intention of God spoken into life, and they happen. <laughs> Watch this. We are looking at the enormity of the word. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth. Fill the waters and the seas and the birds and, and, and let the birds increase in number. And since we have been fishing, fish continue to multiply. A human beings cannot finish eating fish. <laughs> Hello. No matter ecological damage, fish of the sea they will increase. Your ecological damage can only damage the periphery of your land area. The ocean is ginormous. Man will not contaminate ocean. You know, they have this philosophy of uh, ozone layer, depletion, and stuff like that. Mm. The layers that God created over the heart is the most gigantic hoover. He recycles himself, purifies, and repairs himself. That's what it is. Some people must make money. Amen? So, all of them say that uh, ozone layer, uh, something is depleting, useless. <laughs> you know, in Yoruba, they used to say, Asobaba Milaylay, Asobaba Milaylay, Etilimboking, Bulani. And what is that? Ocean. What we say is that my, my, my father has uh, a, a, an eternal uh, garment. This my father's eternal garment. It's always age at the edge. But it does not age in the main cloth. He said, what is that? He said, it's ocean. Ocean can always be contaminated at the edge. But go to the center of it. You will find what God created. But these things were made by the word. The word of God. Look at the next one. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. 
The next one says, And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kind, livestock creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals according to his kind. And it was what? So. As much as this lecture is not to dive more into proving to you about, you know, all this concept of, you know, uh, 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 you know, global warming and stuff like that. If you believe that your globe is warming, God bless you out. My globe is not warming. Some other time I will teach you on that and will look at the science of it. And then you will understand that some people have to make money. Whatever the case may be, for tonight, I want to concentrate on the Word of God. It's indestructible, indefatigable. The Word of God. The Word of God. And it was so. So then, the next verse, God made the wild animals according to their kinds, their livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures and the moving that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw... It was good. So, what happened then? Then God said, let us make my now image in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth. Underline that in your Bible. <clears throat> because that is the compound word that embraces everything that man is ruling over. Anything. Problems. Science creativity and stuff like that. Huh? And says, and over the, all the creatures that move along the ground. No wonder man did a rocket to go and attack the asteroid. <laughs> and it cost billions. And in the same country, that spent billions inventing a rocket to go and attack asteroids. And then we saw the result of the rocket that even one asteroid he tried to attack the rocket looks so tiny and many are hungry in the same country they will do rocket that it will it will it will take off and it will blow billions of dollars destroy as 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 it's launched and some people are still healing that i wonder what they want to achieve by that if you think very well I think human beings are more important than asteroids. Because when God will destroy the world, the Bible says that it's not by asteroid. Jesus will, he will, he will go, ha! and fire will come out of him, and the whole world will be melted instantly. Sometimes we need to think the other way. And so, verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created them. Male and female created ye them, and then God blessed them and said to them what? Be fruitful. Hey, read it with me, please. God said to me, what? Be fruitful. Mm-hmm. Increase in number. Uh-huh. Fill the earth. Mm-hmm. Subdue it. Mm-hmm. Rule over. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So anything that moves on the ground, whether spirit or man or physical, look at it now. As long as they can move, they like they have life. Demons can move because there is life in them. 
Satan can move because he has life in him. So anything that moves on this earth, God said what? You should what? Subdue them. Subdue them. Subdue them. Every problem that will confront your life, the power to subdue them has been spoken to you already. You can handle them. And I will tell you how you handle them. <laughs> then we'll go and do experiments. Hallelujah, somebody. Now you see how powerful the Word of God is, how the Word of God can create things, how the Word of God can change things. It does not matter how complicated they are, it will put it right. The Word of living God. And so then, the Lord said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole <coughs> and every tree that has fruits with seed in it, they, all, they will be yours for food. Carry on. And to all the beasts of the earth and to all the birds of the air and every creature that moves upon the earth ground, everything that has the breath of life I, 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 in it, I give every, every garden plant and every, uh, every, garden, every, every green plant for, for food. And it was so. So then God saw all that he had made and it was very good. You understand that that good is not qualified to very good. I think that is where I said to. I am very. What about you? <laughs> no, we have been reading. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. When it came to man and God saw everything, He said it was very good. It doesn't matter what people tell you. What people tell you is not you. Is their opinion. I know people always are wrong, isn't it? Especially when they don't know the secret. They can use their mouth to, to, to say all manners of nonsense. Why should you let that move you? That's not you. As far as the word of God is concerned, you are wonderfully made. If they say somebody is handsome, if it is not you, who will be? If they say somebody is beautiful, if it is not you, who would be? The way your mouth looks, somebody likes it. Somebody's crazy about that mouth. Others may say that that your, that your mouth is like. That's their opinion. But the opinion of God is said, that mouth is very good. Are you together? You see, this I can direct to all the young girls who are just growing some of them, they are shown on television now that they are going to slice their fleece and they are going to put uh, double uh, eyelashes because they feel they are not beautiful. They are going to do all this perforation in their faces and do manners of stuff because they feel they are not beautiful. It's a mistake. You are very wonderfully and beautifully made. That's what you are. Someone says to me that I'm not handsome. That's your opinion. It's your business. Isn't it? If anybody tells you that you are ugly, tell the person that ugly is a definition. Somebody must be ugly sometimes to somebody. Maybe you are true. But there is somebody that I'm not ugly to. I am very beautiful. I may be ugly in your own face. Go and look for the one your face will, will be beautiful to your face. He needs to go to um, optician <clears throat> to go and get um, a lens 
I think they need to correct his lenses. Because when God says something, anybody who says something different to that cannot see correctly. You understand the Jeremiah you read today? God saw Jeremiah's vision. He said, can you see? Jeremiah said, I cannot see. He now, God now took the word, the same word, put it in his mouth and sealed the mouth. Swallow it, Jeremiah. He swallowed it. Now he's doing the same thing. Jeremiah said, now I can see an almond tree. God will open your eyes. Yeah. You are good. And then the next verse says, I love this. We are going to. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. Yes, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing, so God stopped working. Then, so on the seventh day, what happened? What did God do? What did God do? I cannot hear you. So God stopped speaking. That is where my title comes from. God stopped speaking. But his voice is still hard till today. When God starts speaking, what happened? You know, God now brought, God created the man. He brought all animals to the man that he created. And I said, man, what is this? A man said, it's elephant. He said, that's just correct. What is this? Man said, it's a lion. He said, that's just correct. Man gave name to every creature. God starts speaking because he assigned man to start speaking. It is your time to speak. Everything, whatever man named the animal, the thing, that's what God called it. Because God had rested from his labor. He had been speaking for seven days. Now, he said to man, it's your time to speak. We are still in the seventh day of God. God is resting cool in heaven. When the seventh day is over, God will come back to this earth in his real physical form and all mankind will see him. Even those who pierce him at the ribs. And those who believe in him through who is Jesus Christ will now be with him forever. Then we will see God in his true form and we now know, we will understand better what he's telling us. Now I want to know this. When God rested, he appointed you to start speaking. So it's your turn to speak. It is your time to speak. Look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 11. It says, So is my word that comes out from my mouth. It will not return to me what empty. And we have gone through the word now spoken. They happen as God has said. The world didn't return back to heaven. They remained there and made those things happen as God has designed. Designed. Now, go to Isaiah 51 verse 16. I said when God saw speaking, He appointed you to carry on the speaking. Shall we read it together, please? I have put... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Who speaks for God now? <clears throat> Listen. 
When God starts speaking, God raised a people. He created Adam in his image and his likeness. And so Adam continued to speak. And what Adam said was so. Until Adam fell. And Jesus came to the scene. And restored back the authority which Adam lost. And from the time of Jesus, man began to speak on the behalf of God. Even you will see in the Old Testament that God will assign one person at a time or two or three. And they will become the voice of God. And those who want to know what is God saying, we go to them and they will tell them what God is saying. So God is in the business of no more speaking, but through the lips of mortal men. Now for you tonight, I want to understand. God said, I have put my words in your mouth. Look, look, this your mouth. Now mouth of God. You didn't hear what I said. There is one pastor in Nigeria. He used to come to their uh, prophetic voice. I still remember him in this room. When we tell the pastor that lead us in praise and worship, he will say, this is my mouth too. Now God do mouth too. He go speak big, big words. <laughs> this is my Lego. Now God do Lego. He go go great, great place. It seems as if it does not have rhythm, isn't it? I tell you that there is no rhythm like that rhythm. Then you say, this is my head you. Now God do head you. He go do great, great things. He does not have any song, but that song every day. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Does someone think that the man does not know what he's saying? No, he knows what he's saying. Because God said, I put my word in your mouth. I put my word in your mouth. If you look at the book of Second Kings chapter 4, there's a story of one of us in Second Kings chapter 4. I love it so much. I was sharing this with men today. In 2 Kings chapter 4, let's look at it together. And I will give you some things there. The word of God is put in your mouth so that when you speak it, it is the word of God. Understand, I've taken you through all what word of God is that when God speaks, He said, The word that comes out of my mouth shall not return back to my mouth empty, it shall go forth. And it will do what I desire, and it carries my purpose, and it will be accomplished. So, Satan can stop anything but the Word of God. He can't. People can plot against anything but the Word of God. Uh, when God spoke His Word among us just the last, the, the, the last Friday of uh, September, and said that she will be your leader, she will be your prime minister, and everybody was confused. Uh, oh, Ricky Trina is going to be the prime minister. You know, even some people gave their loyalty who are more. It seems as if it's not going to be. But because it is the word of God. When the morning came and the announcement was to be made, it was the person God said. The woman that looked like a reed, she looks lifeless, but yet she carries power. When God said to us that when she comes in, the moment she comes in, they will want to uproot her. Did you not hear that again and again? How sensible it is for a, a nation to choose a prime minister and within seven days want to remove the prime minister. Who, who, which nation had ever done that? It doesn't mean with common sense. 
But it's happening in first world country, United Kingdom for, for that matter. Do people not think? No. They have to do. Because God has revealed what they will do. They have to do it. The word of God cannot be conspired against. When God spoke about Cyrus, though he was a godless man, he was an unbeliever, he said, but he will let my people go. He will build that citadel of, 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 of my people. And when Cyrus came, he destroyed everybody but not Israel. He said, we must build the house of the God of Abraham. Listen to me. Because it is the word of God that came before he was born. The word of God can never be challenged. It can never be sabotaged. But guess what? Can you imagine? God said, I put that word in your mouth. In your mouth. So why don't you speak it? Why do we think those who speak it are somebody that others are not? Everyone born of God. God put his word in your mouth. Say it. You must exercise that authority because it was not given to you by man, but by God who has been speaking and is not speaking and is waiting for you to speak. Look at that scripture in the book of First Kings. I won't read everything. I'll just take you through the scenarios. And show you some few things. Second Kings, sorry. Second Kings chapter four. Always always put that in your mind. They, it began by the story of a woman, a woman, a widow, you know, who was the wife of a prophet. And this woman, the husband died, who was a prophet, and left debts. So that the, the, de- the, the, the creditors have come to take the children. That's how they do it that day as surety until you pay the money. She was a widow and all her children had to be taken. Tell me, what sort of life is that? Is that not the most miserable life for a woman? Your husband just died. You are doing the, 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 the funeral and then come your door. Back, 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 back. Open the door. You thought they came to mourn. They said, all of you are under arrest in this house because your father owed us. This is the evidence. So you, 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 you remaining. Uh, Joseph, Daniel, Mary, you are under. It's like Bailey's knock your door. They carry the children. Now, let me help you know this. The woman has a knowledge of the God of Israel, but she does not know the God of Israel. Because she need not go to the prophet if she knew that the word is in her mouth. She went to the prophet. The prophet said, okay, what do you want? She said, this is the position. But the woman said, okay, what do you have? She said, nothing. She said, nothing, isn't it? Why did she say nothing? It's not because it's nothing, but because she has just in the house. <clears throat> I want you to read the scripture in the context the woman had nothing except little bottle of oil vast she called it vast small thing like this you know like a, a small pot, uh, 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 you know pot of her oil but that woman does not understand that god had put the word in the mouth of his own children they only need to speak it so the man of god said go borrow barrel not by the Holy Spirit, but by Elisha. His word. 
Because in the mind of Elisha, Elisha has seen that small oil fill every barrel that is empty. Look, your perception, if you carry the word of God, your perception must change to the perception of God who sees everything possible before he spoke them to be. That is one of the problems that hinder believers. You speak the word, you don't have understanding. In your mind, you cannot paint what you happen. You cannot set to what you happen and you speak. The word will not, be, it will, it will not manifest. Elisha saw that that small oil can fill barrels, though it is small. But for it to happen, the mouth of God must speak. And God has stopped speaking. He has put the word in your mouth. So, the word I speak is God. That is what Elisha understood. And he said, go pour it on all the empty barrels. Listen to me. The woman took, the, they, they went to borrow barrels until they had, there is no more room to borrow barrels. And she took that little vase. I can imagine the woman, you know, the first time she's pouring the, the oil. The fact is that, that that little vase of oil did not increase. It remained little. But when she began to pour, she discovered a big barrel of many gallons filled up to the brim. She put to the other one, filled to the brim, until all empty barrels were filled. The, the oil continued to pour until the last barrel was filled. Is that not correct? That the word of God will remain with you until it is achieved, accomplished. It fulfills the desire and the purpose of God. It doesn't matter how old you are, the word is over you. Every word spoken over your life, they keep hanging over your head until they are fulfilled. They can't go back to God, they must go report, but they cannot go until they have done what was said. Understand, but you must cooperate with the word. Because that woman would have said that, ah, how can, how dare this, I even thought he would give me money. I even thought he would introduce me to the king so that he can give me money. How dare he say that I should go and take a small bottle? Ah, there's no common sense in it. If you look at that Isaiah 55, I will read to you now. He says, my ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. Did you not listen to me when I was reading? God said, let there be light in heaven. Every light bid. Don't you know how many light we are still studying? We just discovered that there are so many billions of galaxies that we've never discovered in science. Just recently we discovered them. Bigger than the galaxy we are. And God spoke them to be. That same God said, you speak on my behalf. What you say is what I have said. Whatever you call your condition, that is what it will be. Whatever you say to your situation, that is what your situation will be. Somebody will change his mind from this hour and begin to speak right to his own life. Begin to speak good into his own life. You don't use your mouth to dedicate yourself because you carry the life of God in your mouth. You do not speak like the people speak. That is, that is famine. That is inflation. I understand that. In my house, there is no inflation. No deflation, no inflation. We are normal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of God. You have it. Let me show you something else about this man. I told the man, I just love this guy. <laughs> he was just a, 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 a farmer. Uh, with some cows and doing his business uh, as a farmer. And then another man just came and said, put his mantle on him. He said, follow me. I said, let me go and uh, 
and uh, said to myself, and I followed him. Because he had farm. So he had to go and sort his farm out, and then he followed the man, Elisha. From the time he followed Elisha, he began to study Elisha. How Elisha speaks, how Elisha operates, how he prays, the confidence. He, built, he was a farmer. He built his confidence from Elisha's confidence. Because there was a time Elisha would be no more. And when Elisha was no more, the guy just caught bazooka. The first experiment. He saw Elisha speak Jordan. That is the very spot where we baptized those who went to Israel this very year. He got there and said, bah, Where is the God of Elijah? And boom, the sea parted. And the people who saw him, who have been telling him, said that, Wow! All of them ran down from the hilltop and they bowed before him and worshipped him. He said, it's not worship. There is a God in Israel. What he says must come to pass. He distinct himself among the sons of prophets. You have to distinct yourself among Christians in this world. See with the eyes of God. Reason with the mind of God. And speak things on behalf of God. In the same, in the same scripture... You read about the Shunammite woman, but I'm not talking about that. I'll talk about two more, and then we go pray. Look at verse 38. Elisha returned to Gilead, Gilgal, and there was famine in that region. And he went to the region of famine. Interesting. While the company of the prophets were meeting with him, he said to them, to his servants, Put on a large pot and cook some stew for this man. One of them went out into the field to gather herbs and found it found a wild vine poison he gathered some of it in, uh, of, of his gods that is a very much you know deadly poison and filled the folds on uh, his cloak when he returned he caught them up into the pot of stew Though I love this, no one knew that this, they, they know what, what they were. They, what they were, the stew was poured out from the man, poured out for the man. But as they began to eat, they cried out, "Oh man of God, there is death in the pot!" And they could not eat, so all of them were rolling on the floor. Hey, death in the pot! Death in the pot! I want to see what happened with this Mr. Elijah. He says, Elijah said, get some flour. He put it into the pot and said, serve it. The food that was poisoned, he poured flour into it and said, I want any scientist that can tell me the medicinal power in flour. And flour is raw. That it can cure poison. He said, flour, they brought it. Mm. Share it together. Eat it. The, the, the pot that killed became the pot that nourished. Alright? The food that is for death became the food that gave life. Excuse me. If somebody go and carry flour and begin to poison to poison, you will discover that real flour cannot cure poison. But what, what, what happened there? In the mind of Elisha, 
you flower i pour you into that poison and you must now be healed he didn't pray he didn't speak to the food he just said eat it and he ate it they ate it these people he says serve it to the people to eat and there was nothing harmful in the pot there was nothing harmful in the pot if you read from verse, verse 42 to the end of it, the same thing. He fed a hundred people with... The, let me read it to you, because you can identify with this with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. A man came from Baal Shalisham, bringing the man, bringing the man of God 20 loaves, 20 loaves of Baal, barley bread, baked from the first ripe grain along with some heads of new grain. Give it to the people to eat, Elijah said. Twenty loaves of bread. How can I set this before a hundred men? His servant asked. But Elijah's answer, give it. <laughs> Hallelujah. If it's some of you, when that servant said that, you will leave the bread I begin to tell, what's the, what is matter with you? How much, how long will I be talking to you? I told you to do something, you are not doing it. Elijah is not in that business, my friend. The fact is that these guys have to eat. The loaves of bread that he has is just 20. And even that 20 cannot feed 20 people. And they are 100. He said, give it to them. <laughs> then you now say, for this is what the Lord says. They will eat and have some leftover. Then he set it before them. And they ate and had some leftover according to the word of the Lord. Now, word of faith provoke prophetic utterance. Stand upon your faith. Word of faith provoke prophetic utterance. You discover that this man spoke not by God. He spoke by himself. But God said, I have put my word in your mouth. So, he spoke by himself. And after he has spoken, someone challenged him. And then he spoke again. And then God spoke. You will see the same with Elijah in chapter 17. That I shared with you yesterday. Now do you know what? I want you to speak with the mouth of God that he has given to you. I want to look at circumstances in your life that need to change tonight. This is the first day of the month of October that you are marching down the mountain to enter the year 2023. Now you begin to make declaration concerning yourself. Lift up your voice and begin to speak. Whatever you speak now, recognize it is not your word, but the word of God. It is not your word, but the word of God. Speak into every aspect of your life. If you have been waiting on God for one thing or the other, now begin to call those things to be. Begin to command those things to come in the name of the Lord of hosts. Speak into the heavens. Ephesians 1.3 God has richly blessed us in the heavenly places. Begin to call those things to manifest. Begin to call whatever you want from God. Begin to call them to manifestation. Begin to call them to manifestation. Declare according to the scriptures to your life. Yes, there will be plenty in my house throughout the season of recession. Because the Lord has said to us, 
There will be plenty in this church. There will be promotion. This is October. This month will not end without everyone being promoted. There will be exaltation, elevation, according to the word of the Lord. No one among us in this house that enter into this month will remain the same by the end of October. Something will happen to you from heaven. The hand of God will be stretched over you from heaven. It is your time to manifest. It is the word of God. Speak it. Call abundance. Call manifestation of health. Call healing to your body. Call strength to your spirit. Call the gift of the Holy Spirit upon you. In this month of October, begin to declare in the name of the Lord, what you are looking for will be found. Yes, says the Lord. What you are waiting for will catch up with you. Yes, says the Spirit of hosts, of the Lord of hosts. What has been delayed, that has been hindered, shall be restored. That is the covenant of God for this month. For the Lord will restore to you the year the locusts have eaten. The Lord will restore to you the year the locusts have eaten. Everything that man has hindered you, in this month they shall come to pass. Everything, everything that the devil has hindered you, by the word of God you claim them back. You speak the word of God to the kingdom of hell. It breaks through the barriers of Satan. As God has promised you, you enter into the manifestation. In this very year, so it is. So it is. So it is. Speak with your mouth exactly what you want from the Lord. Command your doors to open. Command ways to be made for you in the wilderness. Command mountains before you to become a level ground. If you have been having problem with an attitude of your life that you don't like and those attitudes will come again, rebuke them from today and command them they should get out of you and never return back to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, speak in the name of the Lord of hosts. Speak in the name of the Lord of hosts. Speak in the name of the Lord of hosts. Speak in the name of Jesus. Anything you decree shall be so. Anything you speak shall be so. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. If you have been failing before, command success. Command your brain to receive wisdom of heaven. Command knowledge of God to enter into your brain. If you are used to forgetting things, Command your healing. The Bible says the memory of the righteous is blessed. So command your memory to be blessed. Now and begin to remember things. Speak against your weariness and weaknesses. And speak the word of the Lord to them. A new beginning has come for you. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Yes, Lord.
Nigeria on this trip. This is what they were singing. practiced it? Do you, who among you know it? You didn't circulate it yesterday? You know, the words of this song is what is quite intriguing to me. The words of the song are so provoking. Thank 
That's what I want to be hearing in the morning. We will get it right tomorrow. We will sing it and you will see. But what that song says that Jesus was killed at Mary. But on the third day he, bre- he began to breathe. He caught the gates of hell by surprise when Jesus rose from the grave. He said so. He broke the chain of death. And the death has no more power over me. As everyone who is under my voice today, I say death has no power over you. 
If there be anyone that carried the, the arrow of death, anyone that Satan had destined to take his life, between now and the end of this year, it shall not be. Anyone that the power of hell have done all what they could to hinder you, I say that power is destroyed as I speak. It is written, the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. Anything that is contesting against God's plans for you, or God's purpose for which you are made, we overthrow by the word of God today. When Moses took the rod and put it on the floor, and it became a serpent, which is the God of Egypt, and the necromancers came and put their rods, the rod of Moses swallowed each serpent one after the other, and at the end of the show, the necromancers have no more rod, because their rod had been swollen by the rod of Moses. The word you spoke to your life today will swallow up every negativity. With your mouth you have declared things that should happen to you. That which you have declared to your life today shall be. As you leave my presence, your case shall be like the case of Saul who left the presence of Samuel. As you leave my presence, the word that you have spoken to your life begins to manifest. The favor of God by the power of the world reside over your head. Those who have rejected you will begin to receive you with warmth. Places where you have been ignored, you begin to become relevant. If there be any issue of your life you have been contesting with, you, your solution I pronounce. Every issue of your life begin to see manifestations. If you have had a shattered hope, I decree, by the time you see my face tomorrow, your good news will come to you. Your shattered hope shall be restored. Where there is no hope, hope shall come. Where there is no way, way shall come. Where you have got to dead end, it shall be express way. Where you have desert, the river of, of God will shorten your earth and it shall become a field. Where you have toiled and got nothing, you will toil again and you begin to see the dam. In the name of the Lord of hosts, your labor will not be a fuel for the enemy. Never again will somebody inherit the labor for which you have, you have labored. For all your days and years of hard labor, I call you in this month of October into your harvest field. For it is the covenant of God with us in this October that the Lord will restore, 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 the Lord will restore. The years the locusts have eaten, I say everything in your life that the devil has taken from the day you were born, you will be restored in this month. Your body will be restored, your health will be restored, your life will be restored, your family shall be restored, your marriages shall be restored. Everything that God has given you to be a blessing that the enemy has hindered shall be restored back. It is written when a thief is, is arrested, it will be made to pay sevenfold. Whatever has robbed you, I arrest them in the name of Jesus and I command sevenfold return back to you. Father, we thank you because your word is true. We shall be called the garden of Eden of our Lord. Yes, Lord, shame and reproach is taken away from us. Gladness will overtake our sorrow. 
and sorrow and sigh shall flee away. Amen. You will have plenty to eat in this month of October until you are full. Amen. The Lord will increase your ban in this month of October. And you will know that it is the Lord thy God who has summoned you by his name. As he has said, never again will my people be put to shame. You will never be put to shame. I say you will never be put to shame. If God sent a sparrow to feed Elijah, the sparrows of God are on the way for you. I mean the heavenly hosts are on the way for you. There will be rescue. 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 From heaven they ride in chariots of fire. They come. They come. They come. They fill the boundaries of Ukraine. There will be rescue. There will be rescue. There will be rescue. There will be rescue. The hunter will become the hunted. He will know no retreat until he is fully destroyed. There will be rescue from above the heavenly hosts into the nation of Ukraine. The intention of the enemy shall be overthrown. And the intention of God shall be. He will strengthen the limbs of Ukraine. He will strengthen those those the army, the 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 the, 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 the fighters who are on the on the on the on the on the battlefield. I can see that they were joined by the chariots of heaven, chariots of heaven riding before them, and I can see their enemy taken to their hills, ground recovered by the speed of light, cities taken over by the speed that will shake the world. I can see strength of heaven, strength of heaven beyond human understanding and imagination that people will say the help we have given to them is not enough for this but they will recognize it is the Lord of hosts who rescues his people from the adversary and so shall the country of, of Ukraine be totally rescued from the hands of the enemy he will not be able to raise his hand he will not be able to, to raise his head the Lord will paralyze everything that he lies upon and his reliance will be pulled away from his back so shall it be that he will fall in disgrace, even the one who decides to torment the whole world. Peace unto the earth. Peace into the United Kingdom. Yes, Lord. Provision into the United Kingdom. Supply of grains coming in the name of the Lord of hosts. Enough to satisfy the nation fully. Yes, revival, Lord. <coughs> it has been waited for for years, and now is the entrance into it that the souls of men will begin to turn to their God, a hunger to the people of the United Nations, the kingdom, that they will begin to seek for the Lord their God. They will go on their knees and seek the face of their God, and the house of God shall be filled to the tomb. Everyone all over the nation, their door shall be filled to the brim. Yes, grace from heaven, grace from heaven that will bring the prophetic word to manifestation. Receive in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless your holy name. We exalt and magnify thee. Aha, how great you are, almighty God. The one who hearkened to the voice of his messengers. The one who carries out the predictions of his children. We bless your holy name. We exalt you in Jesus' holy and anointed name we have declared. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together. Lord, I ask for sight for everyone in this household. I ask for sight to see a new goggle from heaven. Oh Lord, as you open the eyes of the servant of Elisha, open their eyes to see your chariots. Lord, we worship you. 
In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Put your hands together for the Lord. Pastor Kyle, please come and do the announcement. The Lord bless you plenty. Beyond the ordinary, what's the, what's the first line? Beyond the norm, yeah, that's, I mean, we're entering into something else. That's beyond the norm. Beyond the ordinary. Praise the Lord. Beyond the norm. We're rising and rising fast. And what I would say is that we need to ensure we don't get left behind. It is important. Well, is anyone joining us for the first time in this auditorium today? This is your very first time. Can I ask that you please identify anyone? No one in the auditorium is joining us for the first time. I am certain that several people are joining us for the first time online. And I say that confidently because we usually we get the statistics and we know that lots of people join us online. So welcome. I welcome those who are joining us online today. Thank you very much for being a part of this service. Um, are we on? Yes, we're online, aren't we? We're on YouTube, exactly. Because I kind of got, you know, the sort of like the looks there thinking, I hope we've been transmitted. So you're welcome, praise the Lord. You're welcome, anyone who's joined us online for the very, very first time. And we trust you've been blessed. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org admin at cftchurches.org and let us know what city and what nation you've joined us from and the Lord bless you richly well I'd like to remind us that tomorrow here uh, we're having two services um, one at New Cross and one at Cathedral but the Cathedral service please note that in the morning there's London Marathon and for those who are in the New Cross area as well Please note that there are certain roads around Deptford that if you don't cross that road on time, you'll be snookered. And that's the word I'd use. You'll just be shot in there. So please plan your time. Know your locality and ensure you plan to get in on time. For those coming into Cathedral in the morning, please note that. And those going into New Cross as well, please note it. Now, slight adjustment to the plans for tomorrow evening. We will be having Victory Night Day 2 online. So Victory Night Day 2 will be online rather than at the cathedral. But please note it will start at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. will have the full-blown Victory Night. 8 p.m. starts online. And those joining us online as well will start at 8 p.m. online and we'll have the, the whole teaching, we'll have the whole victory night and we will break bread. But on Monday, we'll also be breaking bread here on Monday at 8 p.m. 
So third night, day three, victory nights will be here at the cathedral and you ought to be here. So those who are joining us online today, we let you up for being online today. If you're in the greater London area, we expect you here on Monday because we'll be breaking bread and you do know that things happen. Lovely things happen. So we're looking forward to everyone being part of it. Please send these links across to your friends and family. There's several people who would like to be a part of what God is doing. There's several people who want to know what it is to understand the word of God and to know God for themselves. Let's keep spreading the word. As much as we, we receive all those things we receive all the time on our WhatsApp, there are some groups now I'm deciding to cut out of because they're just clogging my inbox with politics. Now, there's nothing wrong with politics, but it's just the nature which some people share the news about politics that I don't, it's not intellectual. They're just spreading all sorts of things. So I've decided some groups, some old schools, I'm just telling them, when there's something important, please text it to me because I'm no longer reading those messages. But when we've got the gifts in this house and we've got the Spirit of God moving, please boldly tell people, when things happen that God has spoken to us about, tell people that God said this to us on such and such a date. And this is what God said next. Because when those things happen, they'll come running to you. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm not preaching a sermon. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord to close us tonight, sir. Amen. Can I just say that... Um, those of you who are coming to cathedral tomorrow, there is um, a sticker you can put in front of your car and they will let you come close at least to park in our car park. So when you are going out, I've told Elder Charles to print the stickers so that you can pick one up if you have a car and put it in front of your car. They will allow you to park. It's a, it's a, pass, it's a pass that... Um, you know the greenish council had given to us but they will avoid you will avoid the main road where they are running so that they will let you go back road into your car park please let's stand up together yes lord thank you so much i think it's, we need to just thank god for tonight just lift up your voice and give god the praise <clears throat> what a wonderful month Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, we bless your name. Give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you for what you have settled and the things you have done. In Jesus' anointed name. Amen and amen. Stretch your hands before the Lord. And let me read the blessings of God to you. I'm so happy for you. Some of you may not understand fully, but you will laugh. <laughs> may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May He send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from His Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices, all your tithing and offerings, 
And may the Lord accept your bond offering, which is all your prayers. May God give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may He open a book of remembrance concerning you in this month of October and fulfill all requests you have been asking from January. You will not miss this October in the fulfillment of the promises of God. May the God of Bethel who appeared unto Abraham and unto Jacob at Bethel, may he tabernacle with you and open your eyes into the realm of the Spirit. May God change your dreams to revelation in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' anointed name. Shall we just lift up our right hand to heaven as we bring the meeting to a close as we share the grace. Now may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. General grace to somebody. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and evermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be shouts of blessing that will fall in your house.
May it be unto you according to your confession. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.